You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Chris and Nick Show here on Big Blue View Radio. I am one of the hosts, Nick Filato, joined, as always, by Chris Flum to preview the New York Giants hosting the Chicago Bears. This would be the fifth consecutive matchup between these two teams in each of the last four seasons these two teams played each other Giants only won one of them and I think that was back in 2018 if I'm not mistaken so the Giants are due Chris for a victory first how are you doing my friend yeah I'm doing well I'm I'm very interested to see how this game shakes out and I kind of can't wait to get into it because you know there are some connections and similarities between these two teams and yeah five consecutive years man are the bears in the nfc east already they might as well be it's mainly because both the giants and bears have more or less sucked over the last half (laughs) decade so they've finished last or second to last in the division and the bears just so happen to finish in the same place in their respective division but you're right man these two franchises are linked. I mean, they have deep dish pizza. We have, you know, New York style pizza. I think we know otherwise known as actual pizza. Otherwise known as actual pizza. But in all reality, we know in 2021, the New York Giants traded the 11th overall pick in the draft to allow the Chicago Bears to pick Justin Fields. And in that trade, Chris, the Giants received, now all the picks have been made, Kadarius Tony, Evan Neal, Daniel Bellinger, and then they used another 2021 fourth to trade up in the third round to purportedly jump over the Philadelphia Eagles and select Aaron Robinson. So that's a haul for a starting quarterback and a starting quarterback who we're about to get into, but one that has struggled so far throughout his young career. Yeah, J- Justin Fields has honestly kind of been the worst quarterback in football, except for maybe Sam Darnold since he was drafted. Now, he and Sam Darnold are in very different spots in their career. Justin Fields is just starting out. He has only played, I believe, thir- or he has only started 13 games so far. So he's basically still a rookie. And he's a rookie where partway through his rookie season, he got a new head coach and a new offensive system and some new players around him. So that is bound to slow down your development unless you're going from urban Meyer to Doug Peterson and your Trevor Lawrence, but that's, that's for a later podcast. Yes, that is for a later podcast. And I think it's safe to, to say Justin Fields has struggled. I think it's also fair to say he hasn't looked great independent of the independent of the supporting cast that he has had. The supporting cast that he has had has not been great, if we're going to be frank. The offensive line is relatively weak from a pass-blocking standpoint, pretty efficient as run blockers. And then they 
really don't have any weapons of note. They drafted Vilas Jones Jr. out of Tennessee. He's like a 25-year-old rookie who hasn't seen the field yet. I think he's going to be healthy for this game, so watch out for him. But conversely, Byron Pringle ended up getting injured, and now he's on the IR. To me, it seems like Justin Fields has a lack of confidence and a lack of continuity with the receivers that he's working with. This is a system run by Luke Getze, who is of the tree of Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson right now in Denver are struggling. So as Mark Schofield said in the video that he put out on SB Nation, this system needs to be precise. Everything needs to be clicking on all cylinders. And it's very obvious when you watch it, the passing attack is not clicking on all cylinders at the moment. Can it eventually? Sure. But right now, expect a heavy dose of Khalil Herbert, who may actually be better than David Montgomery, who is injured at the moment. Yeah, the, there's a lot going on with this Chicago offense. You know, like you and Mark have said, it, it is a sophisticated offense, and it, it's a lot to drop a rookie into that kind of that kind of scheme and expect them to come out and play like a franchise quarterback. Fields has all of the tools. He is a phenomenal athlete as a quarterback. He's got all the arm talent you could ask for, and he actually does show signs of being able to see the field well. But as far as throwing the ball and hooking up and being on the same page with his receivers, that's not there yet. And he is, this is something the pro football focus has pointed out of the starting quarterbacks at the NFL level. Justin Fields is least likely to throw a pass whenever he drops back. He is only throwing a targeted pass, I believe, on 64% of his dropbacks. That is by far the lowest rate in the league. The number or the 31st quarterback on that list is Daniel Jones at 69%. So we have talked about how the Giants have really taken the air out of the ball in their offense. And Justin Fields is choosing to throw it even less than that significantly less significantly less i think chicago averages about 10 more 10 less passing attempts per game than the second lowest team which is the atlanta falcons i think they average chicago that is 15 passing attempts a game that is woefully low and then atlanta averages like 26 so just to give you a perspective on the type of game this could be it's going to be a lot of running the football because i don't think getsy fields are either on the same page or gets he doesn't trust fields to have success through the air and also and i think we got to be fair here the chicago bears rushing attack has been really good so why not just stick to what is working they are ranked right now eighth in rushing epa the giants are actually sixth in rushing epa 34.7 rushes per game chicago ranks second The Giants rank seventh with 30 per game. So you know Chicago is just running the football, and they're also second in rushing yards per game. They average 169.3. And yeah, they have Justin Fields at quarterback, but a lot of this is not because of Fields. It's because of David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert. Yeah, and I I really do like Khalil Khalil Herbert, second-year running back out of Virginia Tech. I tried to tell people back before the draft last year, you know, keep an eye on this kid. He's not going to, he's not a human highlight reel. He's not going to rip off long runs that wind up on the ESPN top 10, but he is incredibly consistent. He is a very compact runner. I believe he's 
five foot nine, about 210 pounds. So stocky build, low to the ground. He's got great quickness. He has great vision and he has great contact balance. He is so, so good at absorbing hits and maintaining his stride. And that puts a lot of stress on defenses, especially with the way Chicago is able to run block. They love inside zone. They love man gap and they are very good at it. One other thing I wanted to bring up about the passing attack of the Chicago bears. They rank dead last in passing attempts. Like we said, yet they've suffered 10 sacks, which ranks sixth highest in the NFL. So their offensive line is not great at pass blocking and their quarterback struggles to find the open receiver in this offense. And I think that combination could work to the advantage of Wink Martindale immensely. This is a young quarterback. Young quarterbacks typically struggle against these more complex defenses with their blitzes. So expect heavy pressure from Wink Martindale and a lot of stacked fronts because similar to what the Giants attempted to do against Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, they're going to want to stop the run. So a lot of middle of the field close type coverages, cover three, cover one, a line in the box. Do not allow the team to beat you up the middle. Hopefully the Giants can be a little bit better at protecting their edges like because they, they got gashed a little bit against the, against the Dallas Cowboys last week. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, they did. And I, I do wonder with Chicago's pass protection, how much of that is on their offensive line and how much of that is on fields being uncomfortable in their offense. Yeah, you know, There's the, the line that sacks are a quarterback statistic, less so than an offensive line statistic. And one thing I do find interesting is that the Bears have the best pass protecting offensive line according to ESPN they're number one in pass block win rate at 75 percent ahead of the Browns ahead of the Ravens ahead of the Eagles all the teams we look at and say wow that's a really good offensive line the Bears are better 
than them. So I, I wonder how much of it is Fields bailing on a pass, not finding his hot route, and running himself into sacks. I'm trying to find the time to throw stats for Justin Fields right now. Because if you look at like Daniel Jones's time to throw, he has a ton of time to throw. But that's also because Mike Kafka calls a lot of move the pocket, trying to change the launch point where Daniel Jones kind of attempts to improvise and extemporize plays. It's not because he has an elite offensive line, but a time to throw stat can be interpreted in many different ways, right, Chris? It could be, hey, yes. the offensive line is excellent because he has all this time to throw, or, hey, this quarterback is running around like a chicken with his head cut off and he can't find an open receiver, or it's your receivers can't get open because they can't create separation. So there are a lot of ways to interpret that stat. Justin Fields is second in the NFL in his time to throw through three games. He's at three, 3.06 seconds, which lands him directly between Daniel Jones at 3.13 seconds and Lamar Jackson at 3.02 seconds. So I think that does kind of illustrate where he's up with, and he's also just above Marcus Mariota at three seconds even. So that's a lot of athletic mobile quarterbacks. So I, I think that does kind of illustrate that, there's a lot of running around going on because in addition to everything you talked about, uh, Kirk Cousins is right up there at 2.93 seconds. And we know Kirk Cousins and that Minnesota offense, they love to throw off of play action. So you get the defense sucked up to defend the run. Then you let the deep attack, the deep routes develop behind them. So you can hold the ball for a little bit longer. Yeah. I don't think that's the case with Justin Fields. And I don't think he's sitting back there for an eternity, patting the ball, looking to see somebody run open. I, I think there is a lot of running around going on. I think the Giants can get pressure on Justin Fields. Like There's a lot of negativity surrounding Kayvon Thibodeau after that game. There shouldn't be. Cooper Rush and Kellen Moore did such an excellent job, Chris, getting the football into their receivers' hands, operating quick game taking advantage of off leverage from the New York Giants with just quick little, not even screens, just I'm on the line of scrimmage. I'm like Dallas Cowboy wide receiver. I'm just going to turn to the quarterback and the ball will be in my hands. They did that several times to CD Lamb and Noah Brown. So I think with a quarterback who might struggle to stay in rhythm within an offense he's not comfortable in, you can really get home with the pass rushers. And I'm excited to see what Aziz Ojolari and Kayvon Thibodeau can do against Braxton Jones, who's a fifth round rookie and Larry Borum, who is a fifth round second year player. And you had Tevin Jenkins, who was a first round pick to be your tackle a couple of years ago, who I believe is now starting at guard for them. So this offensive line, they can run block, but they they do have some struggles as in pass protection. And I think it could be exploited by these young pass rushers of the New York Giants. Yeah, I, I think that is something we are going to see Wink Martindale do. He's going to bring the heat. He's going to blitz. He is definitely going to try to feast on a rookie quarterback because the type of defense he runs, it is, it is so hard on rookies, and especially rookies who are not in a quarterback-friendly offense because he throws a lot at you. He throws a lot of eye candy at you, and there is a lot for a quarterback to decipher in not a lot of time. Which, exactly. is why I kind of, which is why I kind of think we're going to see a whole lot of Khalil Herbert. <laughs> we're going to see a ton of Khalil Herbert, which is kind of scary. I think if Big Cat Leonard Williams is back, it obviously really solidifies the defensive front, which could help the linebackers. And I think that is the one of the 
primary benefits of having Leonard Williams back. It's just because the linebacker play for the New York Giants is so bad right now. And you know they're not going to be able to roll out that three safety package as much as they want because you're not going to see a ton of 11 personnel from the Chicago Bears when their receivers are Equinemius St. Brown, Darnell Mooney, who's a solid player, and then the one, the great, I'm sure you're excited that he's returning to the Meadowlands, Chris, Dante Pettis. Oh, yeah, Giants legend right there. Although I have to admit, Pettis did have some impressive catches, usually on broken broken plays, coverage breakdowns. But yeah, Pettis is. I don't think Pettis is really frightening anybody. And I do wonder if we could see Martindale just say, "I don't respect your passing game at all. It, it, I am going to close down on the run. I'm going to sell out to stop the run, and just straight up." dare Justin Fields to try to beat him through the air. Let's transition to the defense, Chris. I saw this crazy and very scary stat on pro football reference about the Bears. They rank 31st right now in blitz rate. They don't blitz. They blitz 7.3% of the time. However, the Bears, when they send four rushers, just straight four, not even simulated pressures, just straight four, they have a pressure rate of 33%, which is insanely high ranks fourth in the NFL. That's scary right there because we just saw how much the New York Giants struggled to block the Dallas Cowboys who sent mostly for the majority of the game. And the Giants would leave like six, seven guys in protection, Chris, still nothing. They would get home sometimes. Absolutely insane. Are you scared by that stat? Yes. And I have to say there's one more column that's kind of scary and that's the bears hurry percentage they've got 22 hurries which is tied for the most in the nfl and their hurry percentage is at 22.9 percent which is about five and a half five and a half percentage points better than the second highest so they are quite good at at least getting to the quarterback moving him off of his spot and disrupting back there. If not getting the quarterback on the ground and hitting him, their four-man rush is pretty disruptive. And they have four defensive ends that they can rotate in and out. Travis Gibson leads the lead or leads the team in pressures, I believe, with 10. I don't have the stats in front of me. And he's the backup. He comes in situationally. But you have Robert Quinn and Muhammad Al-Kadin, along with Dominique Robinson. That quartet of pass rushers right there are all edge rushers that can rotate and they can all get after the passer it's scary to me this is a team matt eberflus is their head coach they have similar principles to what we've seen from the indianapolis colts over the last several years where he was the defensive coordinator they had a lot of four down fronts chris and they have angelo blackson justin jones who is a veteran from the los angeles chargers and those guys are their defensive tackles now i think that is a matchup that the Giants might lose in pass protection because the Bears can get after you and they will get after you. And that's going to allow them to drop seven into coverage. And who is creating separation in the Giants wide receiver room right now? Not a lot of people. And their secondary is pretty damn good, right? They have young players in their secondary like Jaquan Brisker, who we loved coming out of Penn State, second round pick. Kyler Gordon, second round pick, who we loved coming out of Washington. Jalen Johnson, who was questionable to play, but Jalen Jones stepped in his place and actually played relatively well 
last week in week three. So this is a young defense and it's a pretty underrated defense. And I didn't even mention the linebackers. You can talk about Roquan Smith if you want, because you know that guy's a baller. Oh yeah. Roquan Smith is fantastic. He basically, he and Khalil Herbert won the game for the Bears last week in, honestly, in spite of Justin Fields' play. Yet this game honestly could take some of our uh some of the giants more venerable fan base back to the 80s because this this is going to feel i think a lot like a a throwdown between those mid 80s giants and bears teams and just be a knockdown slugfest between the two running games and the two defenses trying to get after the opposing offenses Giants are due for a win, man. They're due for a win. They got embarrassed against the Bears last year. And I know it's a totally different coaching staff on both sides of the football. Goes to show you just how bad both the franchises have been. But the Giants were the franchise who were absolutely embarrassed. I remember Mike Glennon. That was the game where Mike Glennon, I think, got sack fumbled for a touchdown to like open the game or it was really early in the game. It was just a mess. And they also lost two games previous to that to the Bears like we brought up at the top of the show. So... Giants, we got to find a way to win this football game because three and one looks so much better than two and two. And I don't know. And I don't think the Giants are that great of a football team. I think we've been pretty real about that. But I do feel like the Giants are a better football team or can be a better football team than the Bears. And seeing three and one next to the New York Giants in Big Blue looks a lot better than seeing three and one next to the freaking Chicago Bears. So the, hopefully the Giants, and I think the key to this game, I don't know if you have a key, Chris, but I'll let you, let you elaborate on that in a little bit key to this game is twofold. Protect Daniel Jones. Establish the run on offense and then just get after Justin Fields. Confuse the hell out of Justin Fields because he's a young quarterback. And I know they just lost to Cooper Rush last week, but I'll tell you this, Chris. Cooper Rush is tenfold more comfortable than Justin Fields is in his offense. Cooper Rush is so much more comfortable in Kellen Moore's offense than Justin Fields is right now. And Wink Martindale needs to exploit that, needs to take advantage of that. And I feel like if they do and they can stop the rushing attack, then the Giants will win this football game. Yeah, I'm going to say my two keys. Number one, contain Justin Fields. I am not going to be afraid of him throwing the ball until he proves that he can hurt the Giants defense throwing the ball. And I am, however, afraid of him running because he does have a he does have legitimate four four speed. So if he gets loose, he can pick up chunk yardage. And as frustrating as Daniel Jones scrambling has been for other defenses, Justin Fields could be that frustrating for the Giants defense. My other my other king key, take care of the ball. The I don't think. I don't think either one of these teams can afford to give away possessions. But right now, the Bears are eighth in turnover percentage. They've got a defense that is coached to attack the ball. And while the Giants have been pretty sound with their with protecting themselves from turnovers, they have put the ball in danger a few times. We've seen some fumbles. We've seen some passes that I think Daniel Jones would really want back. Just don't make those kinds of mistakes. 
don't make mistakes. That's the key to the game, especially for Daniel Jones, someone who has been turnover prone throughout the entirety of his career, albeit he's been a lot better this season despite the fumble and interception and then the would-be interception of Frankie Lulu that was luckily dropped. But Chris, do you have anything else on this matchup? You know, I, I think that's about it. I just want to take a second to say, you know, just to offer my thoughts to anyone who was in the path of Hurricane Ian, that was a monster storm. Uh, just everybody take care of yourselves. Look, look out for each other. Well said, Chris. We're thinking of Florida. That's unfortunate. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the Chris and Nick show here on Big Blue View Radio. Please head on over to BigBlueView.com and check out all of our written content. And please subscribe, rate, comment on this podcast helps the algorithm get us up there a little bit more and we love reading those comments if you guys have any questions that you want us to answer put them right there in the comments and we'll answer them on the show it'll be fun thank you everybody and have a lovely day more to do's less time and an infinite number of tools to keep track of sometimes doing business has never felt harder but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals you can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on the phone? No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.